and welcome to another episode of Fun Bearable. I am Brad Rohr. I'm still Ray Harrington. I'm Chuck Staten. And we are joined by a special guest. I thought he was joining the podcast. <laughs> special. At the end of this episode, one of the two of you will be staying in the podcast. Uh, Casey Jost is here. Hi. It's so good to see you guys. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. For this is so great. I love being here. I kind of I like how small I am behind you. It's like I'm a little parrot on your shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's fun. Yeah, this is and only... a picture is worth a thousand words. Yeah. This is the material just for the people who decided to watch. watch. Yes, yeah. that's true. The audio oh, for the been... listeners. Uh, Casey has his penis out <laughs> and is resting it's, it against the microphone. Hysterically yeah. small. <laughs> that's the parrot on his shoulder. Yes, <laughs> it's long, but it's tiny. It's yeah. weird because it. I, I will say this complimentary. I think it's an average size. Uh, <laughs> but it's weird that you have that temporary tattoo of a smaller penis uh-huh. on it. It's not I temporary. Like it. I've, been, oh. I've been rubbing it. Yeah. I've been rubbing it's it. Like, it's come come, it's, yeah, it's coming off oh. a little bit. You know, It looks like a temporary. So it turns out the shrinky dicks were inside dicks. us all. <laughs> shrinky dicks. Yeah. Shrinky, yeah. shrinky yeah. dicks is like a good bachelorette party thing. You yeah. know, like it's oh, shrinky yeah. dinks, but with all dicks. Yeah, that's oh, pretty good. I just had a flashback. I did. I'm sorry. I, sorry. I just did a show. Uh, Imagine you're just uh, talking like an acid flashback. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm in oh, Vietnam. Oh, I just had a stand-up comedian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very similar. Uh, no, I was doing a show uh, at a. Uh, it was. It's a weird venue. It's like somewhat of a theater. Not. It used to be like primarily a, a music venue, and now it's a comedy club hmm. uh, because it was one. It's in. Um, uh, Foxborough, Massachusetts. It's in the Patriot Place where the Patriots play and stuff like oh, okay. that. Um, there was a bachelorette party oh, that they yeah. had to push two long tables together for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, penises, little plastic penis things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were whistles oh. at a comedy club. Yeah. And I had to watch the host and the feature go up and struggle through mm-hmm. what they were doing waiting to go out there okay and uh the whistles were happening thankfully the feature kind of squashed it but i'm like as soon as i go out there it's going to happen more because oh, now yeah. we're changing the scenery and it's always the worst whistle too it's not like an actual lifeguard whistle it's just like right <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's never those are never good whistles yeah. Yeah. no it's a it's a weak old timey uh, British police officer whistle. Yeah. Right? I, I'd love a penis whistle that sounds like one of those train whistles, yeah. like, made out of, like hard wood. Yeah. I keep that on my mantle. That's fun. Yeah. Take, or a, take a, on your keys. Take a puff. Yeah. But one woman had handed the one of the penis whistles to the feature comedian. Yeah. And the feature comedian went, oh, cool, and threw it. Right. Cool. Good for you. Okay. Kind of sending that signal. I went out on stage. They kept the whistles to a minimum. Good. I gave them a little bit of attention, then I moved on, and I'm Thank doing you. my set. And this is why I had the flashback, because mm-hmm. we were talking about this. Uh, for the next 30 minutes of the set, there's this one woman in that uh, group of, ta- that 20 women. Yeah. And she just keeps going. Like, any pause there is, she's like, I want my whistle back. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> she kept going, my whistle. Where's my whistle? My, oh my whistle. God. Where's my... <laughs> Hey, hey, can you give me back my whistle? And at some point I was like, What are you what are you asking for? She's like, My whistle. I'm like, no, I'm not giving you your whistle back. I'm not gonna you know, do this. You know what I can't get out of my head is that like you said that they had to push all these tables together. Yeah. And I can't get out of my head like how much of a worse experience that is for a big group. It always bothers me when like when big groups like or or maybe it's the restaurant's fault, like 
put a whole large table because then you're only like with this many people. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And the I rest know. of the table you don't see. It would almost be better if the tables were broken up into more tables. You yeah. could look to the side and be like, "Oh, Caroline, remember this?" Like yeah. you know, you could yeah. have more of a kind of. I, whenever I see that, I run to the middle. Because I want to talk to as many people as I can. And also... And you say you want to be a centerpiece? So (laughs) I was going to say, some people are better at gluing the conversations together, the conversational glue. Mm. And I'm better... Some people would say that's controlling. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm better at saying... Come this way. Seat me outside. You know what I mean? Just seat me outside like on my own, in my car, maybe at home. If yeah. I'm in the middle and there's 12 of my friends, different poses, oh, someone takes no. a picture of us. Yeah. We got there so quick. Yeah. His yeah. Jesus complex yeah. kicked in. <laughs> he was just helping them make conversation. It's some sort of final dinner. <laughs> it is really funny. And he's also like, he's just like, also, everyone be on this side. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like not only do I want to be in the middle, I want everyone to flank me. I want to be some, like a I've wedding got, party. I've got some bad news about one of your friends. Yeah, I was gonna say one of you is gonna betray yeah. me. Dibs. One of these. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, come on, I was gonna betray you. Oh, yeah, you, it was a race. It. it was a it was a race to betray. Him. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like one of you. It was yeah, just if like Chuck was Jesus. All of the disciples <laughs> were like, he's right, he's right there. He's right there. He's we'll, over there. We'll he's right him. there. We'll kiss him. We'll kiss him. Yeah. Man, that'd you be should, great. You know what he said about you earlier? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like my disciples. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so I absolutely hate it. Casey, thank you so much for being here. Yes. I love it. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, Partly as a, as a guest mm-hmm. that we are uh, excited to have on the podcast okay. because you are involved in uh, multiple things that we enjoy. Uh, I enjoy you as a person as well. Oh, um, I watch you when you're not aware. Okay. And, I uh, see you walking around. Yeah. Oh, no. How do you like that? I hope yeah. it doesn't ruin it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Now it feels kind of sweet, yeah. right? Because yes. yeah. he does say, hey, Ray. Yeah, here and there, he's making a smoothie in the morning. Looks out the window. (laughs) Other people are like, "Hey, Casey, there's a." I know. (laughs) He thinks he's hiding. (laughs) (laughs) Me behind a very tiny bush. (laughs) Hello. Yeah, Uh, and also so you can witness a little bit of you know the like the Jesus complex stuff and and things like that. It's important. Well, we've known each other for years now. This goes back like probably seven years or so. Oh my gosh! Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, Casey Joe's musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Uh, filmmaker? Comedian? Yeah, everything. You don't have to shrug. I know, everything. Husband? And now father, wow. which is yeah. awesome. Yes. Um, Imagine I'm one of those guys that's like, my greatest project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Beca- my baby, my great, that's my greatest. That's where I'm my going to work. put You're a co-producer. All, yes. Yeah, of, of a baby, a co-producer. <laughs> yeah. co-producer. Of a baby. Yeah. Completely even split. Who produced this baby? Yes. Yeah. So even, it's such an even split. Yeah. I don't know, I, I have a story a by credit with my son. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story by credit with my son. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. You missed my I, PA joke. Oh, I'm sorry. He said, well, you missed my story by credit. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely the, uh, uh, the the Matt Stone, I guess, of the yeah, at least yeah. is with Trey Parker, which, which is the one that does them all the work. I think Trey Parker does it all. He does it all, right? Yeah. And then Matt Stone's like the fun guy who, like, in that documentary, goes and skates for skateboards. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> and all yeah. the other guys like stressing out. He's like, I voice Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. I, for this baby, I voice Kenny. Yeah, that's perfect. That's great. Yeah, that's man. He came that. on. Uh, Casey came on the Chuck and Brad podcast. Yep. So long ago, and it's funny because it was like a different time. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it, it, for yeah. all of us, it was like a yeah. different yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Casey's never met Ray. This is the first time there meeting, which is really fun. And it's almost like we get to continue your story because we kind of did a big thing. Remember, you talked about working for Jimmy Fallon for a short amount of yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we had a great time in that weird hotel. 
uh, right near Big Apple Con. Yes. We are just mentioning it beforehand. I have some GoPro footage of that interview that's never been released. Wow. Whoa. Wow. It's probably in Deleted like scenes. 480p. Yep. That's a threat. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think it was on no. a VHS tape. Yes. Really? <laughs> no, no. Because no. that's that even I, I you know, you realize like things happened. It, this is like nerd talk, but things happened so quickly. We went from like 480p to 720 to 1080 to 4K so fast. Oh, yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and now we I still think like if someone if this was shot on like 1080p, like no one would care and it would be fine. Yeah. yeah. But everything now is shot on 480 K mm-hmm. yes. and that's great and all that happened really quickly like devices oh, sure. were, were given yeah. 4K pretty quickly well you gotta think like VCRs and Betamaxes are at 480p right and that was like 1982 or 3 when yeah. they started right. coming out and then it didn't get to like higher than 480p until yeah. maybe 2006 2007 yeah. there's like until- music videos that are like early internet videos that are shot and they, they'll never look great unless they you know use like AI yeah, stuff. yeah. yeah. but uh, the, it's crazy uh, I'm proving you right. I'm bringing up the documentary. I'm sorry. But I, I made a documentary, and I know. Right? Yeah, write it down. Every episode. Well, no, it's about the resolution. because You'll when, find a way to get there, yeah. Yeah. When we shot the, the movie, we shot in 1080 because that's what you did. And we were like, we felt really good about that. We were like, yeah. we're in 1080. That's great. And then it took, uh, I'd say, all in like from end of the, uh, the shooting process to... Uh, selling the film, everything started to be 4K. Yeah, and yeah. we were like, "Uh oh, we're and we just made it right." But yeah. it, it's crazy, like yeah, things went yeah. so fast. Seth, I always think that Seth Meyers said that, like he went to um, uh, Northwestern and he did a film program there, and he said like as he was like finishing a class learning about equipment, they were throwing that equipment out. Yeah, yes. like, oh, he would finish yes. the class, and they were like, "Okay, great," and that will, you'll never use that equipment ever again. Okay. And it's just like it was changing so fast then. But I we did a, I did this like twenty four hour film festival or forty eight hour film festivals in New York once yeah yeah, and I, yeah. me and a bunch of friends did it and we just were like let's have some fun like yeah. an improv team I was on and it was great we shot it all in ten eighty p we went to a theater on a big screen we project like they projected it yep. and it looked fine it looked yeah. great yeah. yeah and I was like oh I thought like we would look this would look kind of bad because at that time like four K did exist right yeah. but the cameras that we were using which were fine they were like Sony NEX sixes and stuff yeah, you know, yeah which was 1080 and it was fine like with nice lenses and i i was like yeah this is this is a four of like you're in a movie theater right and 1080 yeah. worked uh, I, I did the 48 hour film yeah. festival as well and uh we ended up going to uh la for the big final yeah. festival thing that they did and uh, i remember being like this is we're in man's chinese theater uh, and all of these films are being screened here. This is why, like, it's bigger. The the screen there is larger than it's not IMAX, but it's larger than standard Whoa. theater screen. Okay, yeah. And I thought for sure everybody's stuff was going to look pixelated, just, yeah, or, yeah, or very blurry and yeah. and, and blown out. Yeah, and everything looked fine. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's less of a big deal. I think when they went to go make the Jackass movies, and even when they went to Jackass 3D and they started using the slow motion cameras. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, we're going to have to use these big bulky cameras and we don't think we can film the way we normally do. And they shot a bunch of test footage with all different cameras. And they were like, oh, no, we can pretty much stick with the way we film. It's fine. Yeah. It's not even that I different. do think you lose some clarity of um, taints. Yes, yeah. yeah. you do. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. see like the like the ball wrinkles and veins. Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. Dave England yeah. or is it? Who yeah. is that? Yeah. Right. I want to know. Who's wrinkles? Um, There's though. a smear. Go, you know? <laughs> Combining two things that you guys wanted to talk about. Um, so recently I reached out to the, the our North South production, the production company that does Jokers. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I want to put together a reel. 
can you send me some of the the footage from this last season, season and a half? Yeah. And I, I'm going to make like a reel, like a directing reel, right? Yeah. And they sent me all this footage, and I was like, oh, thank you so much. It took a long time because they're just busy, and it's just yeah. Yeah. You, they have to get permission, and we could only they could only send me stuff that's already aired. Yes. Right. Right. Gotcha. Of course. Whatever. Like there's all these loops, all these like you know um, things to jump, all these like hurdles, and then finally I get the footage. It's like. I, it's like a, it's actually a resolution I've never seen before. It's like 540 by something, oh. and it's oh, all yeah. interlaced. Remember interlaced? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all interlaced. I'm like, I don't even understand how they got it to a point that it's this bad looking. <laughs> yeah. And I actually like cut a sample of what I wanted to do just to see what, like, you know, I, I just to put it together. I was like, I'm not going to use this, and I. And I exported it, and I showed it to my wife, and she was like, you can't use it. <laughs> like, you know how bad it would look if your directing reel is, like, this bad quality? So yeah. it's it's so good that bad quality does still exist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, yeah. Yes. It's, I almost want to make it even worse and put, like, that v- VHS, like, warble. Yeah. You know? oh, and be like, here's my directing reel, you know? I got I to gotta say, like, you know, I work on all these very weird projects with Tell Em Steve Dave, with the Tuesdays with Stories guys, and a lot of times... We'll end up doing stuff where we want to emulate different time periods yeah. of like, like one of the shows we do with Tuesdays with Stories is called Musqueef TV, mm-hmm. where they comment on a lot of Seinfeld episodes and stuff from that time period. So the intro I wanted to make, I wanted it to feel like a mid 90s NBC promo. So I had to kind of go and study those yeah. and be like, OK, the color blur is like this. Mm. The pixelation is like this. And when you start looking at late 70s early 80s late 80s early 90s all the all the different things there's different like reasons that it looks bad it's, yeah. it's different yeah. things like the the interlay stuff is part of it the color being blurred the reds being pulled out yeah and it's actually like it's becoming kind of like an artistic fun exercise totally to figure out it's, how that stuff the is same with it. music like there yes, been times yes, i'll exactly. have to do like a pastiche right which is like a it's not exactly a cover it's not a pastiche is like it's not exactly a cover it's like kind of like an homage to a certain art Artist. right yeah. or you know or a or genre yeah. or genre yeah. yeah right like a uh, there's a good example of, uh, there's a great example i don't know if you guys were weird al fans oh fuck we were sure. singing weird al okay. all this morning okay. Wait, do you remember we, the song we were like do how many songs are there that we know the weird al versions better right. than the original <laughs> versions i had to tell them to stop because they were using all the hot water in the shower yeah <laughs> 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 so Weird Al mostly we does came out clean parodies, we? right? Yes. Weird Al mostly does parodies. But yep. he has this one song that's called Everything You Know Is Wrong. Yeah. Yep. Black Everything is white up is down. And is yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Black is wrong. That's a pastiche of a They Might Be Giant song. Yes. Okay. He does a ton of those pastiches. Right. Like, he does a ton of stuff like that. So I love that. And and so there are times that somebody, like, you know, in this style, like, they're like, oh, can you do like an, an, uh, like an 80s or 90s sitcom theme song for this thing? I did it for like a, some friends who were doing a sketch that was called baby yoda and it was like a it was like a 90s sketch yeah. show yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. so i got to make that so i know exactly what you're talking about especially for music i mean we've also done that with jokers like we try to lean into a certain style like we this year this season we did like a uh one of those lawyer commercials yeah that's like yeah, uh yeah, yeah. D- did you get yeah, injured you yeah. know i love yeah. that so stuff. i yeah. th- doing that is like so fun oh like, it's the best you guys did a satire. seven pastiche <laughs> yeah. yes. yes we did it yeah yeah you, I, it hasn't aired yet yeah. but i think that's mm-hmm. it was it was sal's head from in the what box. Yes. Was told me yes right, yes, right. <laughs> wild yeah. stuff yeah. Well, well actually we i think it's the, i think i could say this because this episode's coming up no it's not it's going in next season that's i'll right. just say this bruce campbell's on the show yes mm-hmm. quinn has said that in public yes. and we I, I, I don't know if yeah maybe it's a pastiche 
We do a pastiche of Evil Dead. Yeah, I'm that's gonna, killer. I'm gonna call sure. it a pastiche yeah, yeah, of Evil Dead. Yeah. That's great. And I'm really proud of it. Like we shot so much that it could have been an entire 30 minutes oh, of this punishment, yeah. and it that's has fun. to, sh- you know, shrink down. Of course. I, I think they cut it, but I even did like a coming through the woods, like long to the intro. Yeah. And I think just yeah. for time, yeah, we had to cut it. But oh. like I like really like dial, tried to dial in and like specialize and be like, this is how it is. And it's like we we made the board, the wooden board. Yeah. Like that that scene that Sam Raimi did, and we we tried to emulate so many of the tricks that he did, that's and awesome. how he would do it. That's Beautiful. amazing. I love yeah. that. I love that. I love and Bruce Campbell was really cool. He like he both appreciated it and didn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was just like, okay, great, that's great. He was so good. He like he really <laughs> delivered on what you want Bruce Campbell to be like. Yeah. Well, this it's what's funny is like you're talking about all this stuff about essentially how the technology kind of like created some of the feelings of the art behind it and the atmosphere of the art. And it almost like, it's like by accident, they influence their style in different ways, whether it is music or whether it is like video or or any sort of film or television and stuff. And I really do love that stuff. And I do think it has a big influence on. Well, the medium creates the, 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 a a huge portion of feeling. Yes. That's why once, once everything went to like digital cameras and stuff, one of the first things everyone complained about is losing film grain and losing the yeah, feel totally. of film. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, it, a huge uh, part. Again, with music, it's like when it was all switched to Pro Tools, people yep. were like, digital is not as good yeah, as yeah. the warmth that comes from yeah. tape. Yeah. I'm, can I be honest with you? I don't like anything plugged in. <laughs> Acoustic guitars and accordions. That's oh, it. Yeah. That's it. I don't even... I went Give with me guitars. a hurdy-gurdy. Thank I think with you. guitars, I want to top out it. Two three two strings mm-hmm. three strings max. That's yeah. all I want. I hate that. I, hate I like the... a garbage can. Yes, and a broomstick and a string. Yeah, that just give me that. Yes, you can feel it. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Uh, but speaking of uh, uh, impractical jokers, yeah, I've been told it's a TV show. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Show TV, on stands for, TV stands for television. It, oh, and it was, oh, right. That right. makes more sense. Yeah. And it was on uh, True TV. True television. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That makes sense. That's yeah. what that is. Uh, yeah. and, but <laughs> I, I was confused because I thought that was just the Impractical Jokers network. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. IJTV. I'm going to tell you, there are some other programs. Wow. I've heard. Few, I've few also up. heard there was there should have been another program. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> tell us. All right, tell us. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was right before the merger. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. all the people that were like, Which we merger? love this. There's been like multiple. ATT, yeah. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. It was like, we love this. And then it was like, cool. Where? Oh, you're all gone. <laughs> you know. But anyway, uh, no, but directing that, this is what I want to talk to you about uh, uh, that I was so excited to, to get into. Mm-hmm. These guys argued with me. They tried to veto okay. talking about this. Yep. Okay, they good. said he'll hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I find the idea of directing live and organic moments like such a difficult thing when you have a vision of what you want to pull off, Mm. but you also owe it to the very thing you're shooting to let it play out, Mm. you know, and and taking over something like that. So, wow, Ray, I can't believe you went there. (laughs) (laughs) I I do think everything to some extent is you have to be open to it changing. Right. Right. And so I think everything, even if it's like a script, the more 
like you, you, you know, even if you have all the lines, obviously when you put it into the hands of like actors, if they're going to change it somewhat. Of course, yeah. Your environment's going to change. Mm -hmm. Maybe like art brought a prop that's like not what you thought it would be. So you're right. like, let's scrap that. Your vision has to be kind of flexible. Like that's right. the only thing you should be rigid about is your flexibility. And oh, that's good. For, so that's what my doctor said. Yes. <laughs> so he's like, great. Can you bend over at all? <laughs> <laughs> I can kick stuff to a stoop. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hang on, grabbers. Yeah. That's why I have a kid. The kid picks things up. I want a recommendation to your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. They're not a. Dunk, but <laughs> yeah. have a license. They're a dentist. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. yeah. It makes sense. Um, yeah. So, I, I, you know, the, our show is, it, 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 you have to be ready for that variable that is, uh, you know, people, that, you know, unsuspecting people and right. the, like locations that we have to just, like I was saying to him when we came into this studio, uh, it's just like there's a bunch of conference rooms. Right. We, we scout all over Manhattan. And I've been into like I've been to like a hundred conference room yeah. offices, and they need so many aspects that like you know for our crew for a back. Right. If if we're filming there, we have to make sure no one hears the guys laughing. So we do a laugh test everywhere we go. Yeah. So there are all these variables. Yeah. Imagine like you're doing a focus group, and then like two doors down, you just hear three guys cackling. Yeah, out yeah, yeah. It's yeah. probably what these the lawyers hear that. <laughs> oh my two, god! Yeah. yeah, they do. Um, anyway, so so like that. The name of the game is. Is, is you know being versatile and being right. flexible. So yeah. so it's it's and and I wouldn't if I if I had my druthers, this is the only show I'd ever work on because of I love the improv nature of it. Right. And I'm 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 like kind of a person that's open to change as a as just in the way I am. Mm -hmm. So I really love the fact that it's it's so on the fly and you try to set things up to succeed and you have to think of like how this would go and the fact that I'm coming I'm like the first I'm the first director on the show that was a writer that has been a writer right. like most of the time there were people that came in who are incredible and they really knew the hidden camera side of it yeah. and they were like they, they were directors that were on most sets would be a DP because they're very much in tune with like where to place cameras and like all that and stuff and framing and, and yeah. the technical aspect of right. it yeah. Which Co I, just coverage in a live yeah. aspect is right. crazy coverage right. is the number one thing we talk about right. yeah. and I, I obviously have like dipped my toe into like you know filmmaking and cameras and stuff but on a level that's a little bit different but our show has such a great team of people that now just inherently know that stuff. Right. Yeah. It was time to like, like you know, it was it was just we needed somebody, and I threw my hat in the ring, and the guys were was so nice to to let me take a crack at it, and it was really it's a really natural progression because we also lost Joe Gatto, so and he in a lot of ways was sort of an on the fly director, like in the way that I kind of became, and in some ways I mm. I emulate some of the stuff he did and some of the stuff our showrunner who had we'd switched showrunners to that guy. Pete McPartland was like, yeah. mm -hmm. that's the guy I really, really emulate. He's the guy who's like setting things up. You don't even realize that he did. Yeah. And he's communicating. And so there's a lot of a lot of shoes to fill. And so I think the guys were like, oh, that seems this is a natural. He's been here from the beginning. He writes a lot of the the ideas, like the overall, like, you know, bits, uh, you know, that, that, you know, the scenarios or whatever, like the, um, you know, it's not just, hey, we're going to go to Costco and tell each other what to do. Right. Scenarios yeah. where like, you know, we're what's the focus group about? Or like, here's the thing where uh, we did this bit this season called Cold Calls, where someone comes in, their hiders attempt to do cold calls, yep. and the jokers are there trying to get them to say things on the phone. 
to, you know, to be like, tell them that you, tell them that you really need the money because your mother's sick, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that's being fed from the other guys. Right. But little do they know, the person they're on the phone with is like one of our writers, right? So, yeah. So it's like the, we're messing with this person who thinks they're talking to a real person, but they're not. Yeah. So it's kind of friendly. So take that's I'm using it as an example because right. like, let's say I come up with an idea like that. Yeah. As a director now, I get to see that idea through of all course. the way. Yeah. Right. Which is something right. we never had. We'd have producers that helped it along. But now a person who's directly from the writer's room is now directing it. So I'm taking all the writer's ideas and really trying to see them tr through and like talk to them and make sure. Yeah. So it, that's been a really fun aspect and a new thing that I think is, has been... Also, I've known the guys for so long. Right. That, and they're at a level, I think, that new people come in and they're intimidated by the guys. But I'm like, mm. Q, 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 we need responses. We yeah. need, we need yeah. some answers on this. Right. Sal, Sal, hey, buddy, we, can you just stop a second? Can you give us yeah. feedback on this punishment? You know, stuff like that, which, yeah. which is also just part of the job. But we have an incredible team that just, and the guys obviously are the real directors of the show right. in so right. many ways. It's their baby. Well, one of the things I wanted to ask was like, how did this happen in terms of, you kind of deciding to even throw your hat in the ring, and how did you feel like? Because okay. it's, it's kind of a bold move, right? Yeah, because directing that show with those guys, with their, they have such a clear thing. I just wanted to throw this in really yeah. quickly. Yeah, but also having to direct the, the people that they mess with. Well, I don't because them. We, that, yeah. that's just they're out they're, there. But I mean, obviously, you meet with them beforehand and stuff, and like you tell them yeah. what's going how on, to, how, how to interact. <laughs> yeah, we hire right? these actors that will yeah, only yeah. do one job in their life. Right? Never, right. They're never allowed You're never to act again. See them again. <laughs> that would be so. I love funny. that idea. It's though. like here you go. You're an actor. This is your first and last game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna want to order, order a sprite. Sign this NDA. Read the last page of this contract really carefully yeah. because <laughs> never again will you appear on camera. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it helps that you have all that experience with uh, after mass tragedies, hiring the crisis actors <laughs> to appear <laughs> one time oh on news. Oh, I want to see a conspiracy theory of like, now if you look at the the, the flight uh, 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 list of all the people on the flight, look at the pictures of these people. Uh, look at the background of this episode. Of episode nine of pre season three yeah. of Impractical I mean, Joke. I don't know if I would be like honored or, or or like angry if if Alex Jones was like the re like you know like the reason why Sandy Hook was fake was look at impractical jokers. Like, I saw one of the serious people did it. I saw one of the Sandy Hook parents ordering a sandwich from Joe Gatto. I saw him do it, and Sal gave him salami in a in a I mean, in a plastic bag. I, I would I, I would almost be honored that he would think that our production is that well run. Yeah. <laughs> that that we could pull that, that off. Secretive. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. That tightly knit. Yeah. Yeah, so like the impractical jokers did the moon land. Yeah. <laughs> that would be that's a funny direction. The idea that all these things that were faked. All I'm saying really is it, 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 it's a small coincidence <laughs> that the Malaysian air flight disappeared and then a new season was announced. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm so sorry to be real. It, it, we, our like final season is just a reveal of all of those yeah. things. <laughs> like every punishment is like yeah, you know, because there is that meme all the time that like. Yeah, where it's the, like the, the guy's telling someone to do something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah it's like yeah. it's something like you know, and uh, you know, but like Biden pretend to fall down the stairs, yeah. and it's them like laughing yeah, yeah. at him toppling down or whatever it is. Like there's all, all right, these say, things. Say we are go for launch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It goes the last the last season is all the stuff being revealed. Eventually, it's like Sal on the grassy knoll. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Wait a minute. Yeah. It's Q opening a vial from Wuhan yeah. and sprinkling. <laughs> 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 He's in the mall slipping a bat into someone's suit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's getting soup at the mall? 
<laughs> it, it goes I want to talk to that It guy. goes all the way back, and it's like, hey, all right, now tell her to eat the apple. Tell her to eat the <laughs> oh, apple. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's very Make fun. that meme. <laughs> Put that on the Impractical Jokers Reddit. Christian Impractical Jokers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that God. show's not great. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. <laughs> tell him he has to kill his son. <laughs> <laughs> So and good. it's finally a, a, a PA. It's, it's like, Sal. no, 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 no. It's Sal. And he's like, and uh, you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Noah's at the ark. And it's like, no, no, tell him only three more people can go out there. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Okay, you. And, yeah, that's really fun. <laughs> that is fun. Sorry. All right. You, th- you, you threw your hat in the ring. So yes. I don't know where we were. That's so good. We just had so much We're fun. talking about the idea. Uh, of, oh, okay. So, yeah. all right. So we... Um, we had a couple different directors over the from like the you know the course from the beginning you know until uh, you know recently yeah uh, oh, I would so say it was maybe like a tense set or three yeah. no, no. <laughs> oh. most of the time people just you know, in between seasons people just left to take other gigs but the last like maybe four or five seasons we had a director named Andrew Hood who's yeah fantastic. Andrew Hood yes and he got another gig in the time that we were down. And couldn't come back. Like he, he couldn't. You know, he had to continue with that. He wished he could. And for a lot of people that don't know, what happens with a lot of TV shows is, you get an order to run a season, and then even successful shows mm-hmm. don't really know if they're coming back. Yeah. So all the people that work on the show, a lot of times they get other offers, and they don't have like a spot that's secured yeah. with the show they're already working on. This happened with uh, Brian Eshel, who directed Comic Book Men. Which is why he directed the entire first season, and then he was gone for the whole second season because he didn't think it was going to continue. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually was brought back, and he directed the rest of the series. Yeah. But that happens every year for every show, basically, mm-hmm. and you really don't even know if you're going to come back. And it's so, frustrating yeah. because there's so many. Like, I, I love the show, the cliffhangers at the end of the season. Yeah. Do we need those? <laughs> Who <laughs> shot Mur- Mur- Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> every everyone. Yeah, you're dying for it. <laughs> <laughs> we uh yeah it's it's so we've so we've had all these directors and Andrew Hood was like so great yeah couldn't come back and then um they were like okay let's talk about who we'd want to get and they you know they're like bringing up other names maybe some people from the past and stuff and you know people have been busy and so I was like I think that I can do this and I I didn't say it yet to anyone and I would just like we were on a big Zoom they were talking about us me and the guys and the, some of the writers. And they were casually talking about it. They they didn't think I you know they didn't think to be like hey, do any of you guys want to do it yeah. yeah you know but then I like paused the zoom for a second I went in the other room we just had the kid like just had the kid right. like let me add more this to was my at the plate yes. <laughs> I mean at the I did take a meeting at the hospital but we hadn't <laughs> talked about it yet I this is not, but this is like our first week home with the baby yeah and I go into the other room and the baby's probably sleeping or something and I say to my wife and I'm like I was like. We need a new director. Like, should I throw my hat in the ring to like be director? Yeah. And she didn't say like, yeah, maybe. Oh, how much like time would it be? Or like, right. She just immediately was like, hundred percent. And I was like, can I do it? And she was like, yes, you would kill it. And I was like, wow. So just hearing that from her is the reason why I became director. Like, just the fact that she was not like, yeah. what about the baby? Or like, you know, how much time is it going to take? Like, mm. that's long hours. Are you sure you could do it? You've never done something at that level. Like, she didn't say any of that. Yeah. She was right. like, 100%. 
you'd kill it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I was like, wow. And I went into the other room. I actually called Q first and I was like, hey, just give you a heads up. I'm going to like throw my name in the ring for this. And he also was like, yeah. Uh, he was like, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. What's the worst that happens? They say no. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. You're building up the confidence each yeah. way. I always talk to my wife first and then Brian Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything I have to do. And then, you know, I, they, I, I, I floated to the guys. I called them up. In, I called the, you know, I, I had like a little meeting for them and then the, the, the showrunner at the time and uh, that guy, Pete McCarlin, and whoever else, the head of the network or the head of uh, our production company. And I was like, I think I could do it. Here are the reasons why. I also, uh, a big part of this was we had a the, the DP at the time, uh, Jeff Sellis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you I know, know him Jeff. Too. Yeah. I said, Jeff and I have worked together for years. He's incredibly talented. Uh, I think we could co-direct. And we have nine episodes left for season nine. Let us co-direct together. And, it, you know, if it doesn't work out, we bring someone else in. But I'm pretty sure that we'll be able to do it. So we split a lot of those duties that, right. you know, and, you know, so that any any worries that they were about the hidden camera aspect of it or any kind of they're like, well, this guy's the DP. Like, you know, he right. could handle a lot of that in case he handled us. We also have an incredible tech director who, you know, who orders a lot of the gear and right. who has become just he's he's like super. He's a superstar. Um, his name is Mike Damiani, and he's really talented. He's like on. You know, he'll he'll do some great things, too. So he was there as well. Like he's, you know, in the mix. So they know that. And uh, and they were like, yeah, let's do it. So I, it kind of worked out that I was taking in that season, the, the you know, season nine, I was taking a lot of creative and being sort of like a, you know, we have a showrunner, Simi Kostanowicz, who was on the network right. side at one yep. point. So, he you know, he's really the guy who's like, uh, you know, helping gel every department. But a lot of times there's like if there's a creative decision of like, oh, should we do this location? The trust goes to me to be like, yeah, I think this location's great. I right. think it fits what we need. But we're between these two. The reason why I like this is this and this. And yeah. Then, right. And then, I, but I check with the teams and I'm like, does that work for tech? Does that work with art? Does that work with props? Does that work with the producers? Right. Does that work with the guys? You know. And probably over the years, I would imagine a lot of your general duties, because you've been with the show for so long, mm-hmm. a lot of the director duties. You've probably already covered that stuff on a bunch of different some of reasons, it, right? So, definitely some of it, but yeah. I was green to so much of it. Sure. And just like being fully transparent, like sure, and honest. Sure. Like there was definitely stuff. There was a learning curve. Yeah. And we had people like there's a guy named Dan Cast who's like incredible and just so good at his job that really kind of took me under his wing. And if I was fucking up, he would tell me I was fucking up. And if I was doing something right, he was like, do more of that. Yeah. And he described me as like at the end of the season, he was like, you went from here to here. Yeah. Because you were not afraid to like make mistakes and learn from them. Yeah. yeah. You didn't get like bogged down. You didn't try to like have an ego or fight that it was the right decision. If you made a mistake, you just owned it. And sure. that's like, that's just a good thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was that. So that meant a lot. And then we had a, everyone on the team. Like we have an incredible team. Like there are people who are like in the art department who will be like, you can't fucking do this. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, yeah. like, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. I trust these people. Exactly. And you know, I, I, and then when season 10 started, I felt so much stronger. They moved Jeff back to DP, and I was like kind of the sole director because I felt, you know, the guys felt like there were certain decisions that were like one person should make this. And if, if all the different departments are going to two different people, it gets a little complicated. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but like Jeff is, I mean, he, he, he took on a whole other role of what he does in DP, and it allowed him to. And then there's so many improvements he made in season 10 because he went to that other, back to that role. Like just it, it, some of the lighting. I mean, it's so un, it's an unsung hero, right? But some of the lighting a- aspects and things he brought to elevate the show. For he sure, he didn't just be like, "Well, I'm taking, a, I'm going back." Well, he elevated his position again. So it was, it was. I'm just really impressed with him too. That's awesome. Um, but that being said, 
uh, you know, still, I, I'm excited. I hope we get another season because there's so much I learned from 10 that I want to right into of course. 11. And, of course. You know, and it's just, it's been a really fun ride. And it, it's so, there's so much nitty gritty nuance into making a show like this. Oh my God, yeah. And going back to what you're saying, like I probably knew a lot of that. There were things that I definitely picked up on. I, you know, I was, I was such a writer for so long that I, mm-hmm. I, I, I had to, I was like, in the beginning, I was on set all the time doing a lot of extra things because our team was so small. Right. right. And as the show grew, the guys wanted me to be more in the writer's room that was not on set. Because you were like almost like a quarterback in the room of where you're creating the ideas. The guys were like, look, we can't always be in that room. So exactly. we, we trust you and Ring our general. head writer. Uh, Ring general. Ring general. That's, Ring general. A, that's a term yeah. in, in wrestling. Wow. The person that is kind of like you'll see like wrestlers like, you know, wrestling each other. One of those people oftentimes has a lot more I never experience. Knew that term. Yeah. yeah. And so like I think I it's that. the father of the ring bearer in a wedding. <laughs> it's yes. both. Both terms. Well yes. like if you see I, yeah. you oh, know for example, right. good, good. if you see like The Rock and uh Roman Reigns in the ring, the rock is gonna be the ring general and he's gonna be calling oh, everything. He's yeah. gonna say it's, I'm gonna throw the duty of one of the wrestlers. A lot yeah. of times yeah. Or if yeah say if there's like a six person match, maybe one of the people yeah. one, one of the guys is like older and kind of yeah. has you yeah. know more experience and, and so in That's the writer's cool. room that was you you're the ring general sort of but we also uh, yeah. James McCarthy who's like yeah, that really, yeah, yeah. he's the real like, yeah. general in a lot of ways like I he's just he does his job so well too and his organization and every, like you know he's just really with it um, but the guys liked that I was always in the room so if people were co- coming up with ideas they knew that I could hit the ball back in the way that they would or represent that the way that they would yeah sure right. you know right. I, I think you know so a consigliere yeah Ooh. Nice. but and then <laughs> I don't like the reaction <laughs> can I take that back it's like I just yeah. spoke after a coma I, I love Ooh. the idea of the consigliere I've always wanted to do a, a show that's like an NBC show that's called the consigliere yeah, yeah. The, the lawyer of the mafia yeah yeah and that's I fun. think that's a really like, like, you know, he never really get. he's always in the movies, but he never really gets like that. I want it yeah. to be the main character. Yeah. Here's my question. What's the vibe? Are we going yeah, is, like, is this a sitcom? Comedic or no. are we going yeah. drama? No, it's, it's, it's not as like, as it's, it's shittier than the Sopranos. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's more like the blacklist. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That tone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I think in a way that like, I, I will appeal to a lot of America sure. and it, it, you know I mean I, I saw today Blue Bloods was, has been renewed for a 14th season wow and, uh, you know, one, of, one of the people which is I the show that Ice-T is on is that NYPD uh, Blue I, I, I think, think so no, no I think that's SVU SVU that's right Blue Bloods is Tom Selleck Ice-T had a career of hating and killing cops and not killing them but like threatening he had a song called Cop Killer and now he glorifies cops for the last like 15 years really it's crazy it's yep. crazy. No, okay. Anyway, so I'm directing Ice T, and I'm like, yeah. remember? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. So I, I think I lost my place, but I well, think I was, I was oh, talking, talking about, about the ring general, yeah. right? But when I was doing the um, insider stuff, yeah, right. right, where they would put me on set again, doing a behind the scenes. I, I was it was sort of I was learning so many of the departments For sure. right absolutely and, and like all over again because yes. I had known it and then it had expanded and then I would really see and I'd had to ask questions because it was part of the show yeah but I was legit like interested in asking Andrew Hood and whoever else like real questions and they would fill me in and so that was sort of this you know incidental training ground yes accidental yeah. I don't like you know it was this it was this nice thing that by the time I was like, oh, I know all these departments, I know all these people so right. intimately because I had to like bother them constantly. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's really great, though. No, yeah. that's that's awesome. That's it's such a fun way to learn as well. Yeah, and it's cool to be like, especially when you have the role of kind of a person that is going to be in between everybody. You do get 
mm-hmm. 1% of this, 1% of this, 1% of this. And then you get 3% of this, 3% and mm-hmm. you keep building yeah. a little bit of knowledge in every one of those different areas. And that's, that's, a, that's an awesome way to learn is like, you know, basically the active set. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and being yeah. part of every part of it. it. It was, this season is, I mean, the last two seasons, like it, it just in this role has been so fun. I sit next to the guys and I'm just like kind of talking with them. They have, they have questions. I'm talking to the team. I got walkie talkie in one ear. I got the headpiece in the other ear. Yeah, yeah. Like, like listening, you know, um, I have my own mic to f- talk to the guy on the floor. I'm talking to them. I'm pitching ideas. Like it's a and really you looking up beautiful. like that when you said, do they, make I, the, yeah. do they make you sit on the floor? I know, <laughs> but, you know, they stand in front of the monitor. Oh, yeah. right. Anytime right, you yes, watch the yes, show, yeah, right. Yeah. Especially in season, the like, end of season nine and 10. Yeah. So if you see like the camera shooting, the, th- the three of them, yeah, I'm, in a chair off to the side, just like right here. And here's got like you. Either yeah. Yeah. You're here, here, here. I'm always right there being like, okay, great. And I'm talking to someone or like texting. Yeah. Or I'll, I'm watching the monitor like this while they were like looking here like this. Well, and if you look in the bottom right hand corner, there's always a gray curl. It's very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> very exciting. Oh, I thought that was the new Chew TV uh, little watermark. Yes. Yeah, the, the, like, yeah. the integration where like they kind of. Yeah, it slowly comes in. That way nobody knows. That's their notices. mascot is your gray curl. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But once Conan left, they were like, "We need a. We can get a. Uh, yeah, we need a, a curl. Hair curl. <laughs> a new curl." Now yeah. I am concerned because you have been quoted in the past as mm-hmm. saying that um, if there's a season eleven, uh, now I can enter my David Lynch phase. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would love that. I. What do you mean by that? All right, so what I mean by <laughs> that is that I will shave the sides of my hair, but leave the top oh, long. Okay. Yeah. It's really nothing about the show. It's just yeah, the way I'll it dress. Here, stylistic body horror, body yeah. horror. <laughs> yes. I want to get into it. What is, <laughs> we've actually been into it for so long. We, <laughs> Murr is kind of our body horror. <laughs> That's true. We've been all over body horror. We've been doing body horror <laughs> for a minute now. Well, so you're talking about the idea of putting together a director's reel. So are you looking to direct more projects now? Uh, yeah. Well, the thing that I consider myself with this show is is sort of a writer-director, right? Because yes, then right, I'm right. still very much coming up with and writing ideas. And, and, so, and I love that because, right. like I said, not only just for my own ideas, but like in a, to, on behalf of the whole writer's room is like making sure we see it through so that every writer is yeah. you know, making sure, sh- you know, because there, there was always times that I think the writer's room would be like, Oh, they 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 should have done it this way, or like oh they you know if something got lost in translation, maybe because of the because produ- you know a lot of times it's like here's the idea, and then the, the jokers approve it. It goes to the producers. The producers might have some, or you know, including Feedback. me, like yep. now, might have some issues that they run through, and they're like, well, what if we do this instead, and this and this, and instead of it being the producers doing that and going back to the writers, which they wouldn't, they would just say they would just go along with it, right? right. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now, since I'm there, I'm like, okay, let me just check in with them and make sure it's their vision still yeah and if you're going to change this aspect then we might have to change another aspect of it that's going to make it just as good and so so instead of them making the compromises we're kind of all talking and making the compromises together right and it's it's so that's that's i think that's been helpful to keep the original vision all the way through that's really cool that's a really cool so so i would like to continue doing projects like that i'd be happy to on another show write i'm happy to direct i'm i i'm i'm kind of like it all yeah i like i still want to do stuff where i host things you know right or act and stuff right so i'm open to whatever i think it's probably smart to make a director's reel coming off this as a director for sure why not because the real is indicative of not just my directing, but my writing anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And we had this season, we had 
so many great guests like Paul Rudd and like yeah. um, Anthony Davis and like from Akesha, people from all different walks of life. Right? Yeah. So that's a really fun reel to have because it is jazzy. Of course. Yeah. It's just all these like celebs in it, which it's like people do like that stuff. And I, I do think that I'm good at uh, just, a, you know, I, I feel like I'm talking about myself too much or bragging but no well you're, I, you're you're a guest on a podcast yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the job I, i'm yeah. chill around celebrities like you know what i mean like i yeah. I, I think yeah. i have a good way of handling them in that i'm like i just talk to them like yeah. normal people yeah. all you do is like a couple pinches like a little spank yeah when you first meet them yeah that's kind yeah. of the rule show them who's boss yeah <laughs> show them who's dad yeah. What I do is I do a hard pat on the arm and go, I'm like you. Yeah. That's what it, you're like yeah. me. You're not so special. <laughs> You've got a femur. We're all people. <laughs> We're all people. Yeah. <laughs> it's people. Soylent green. Okay, Ray, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Settle down. Settle down. Well, I wanted to meet Vern Troyer. Yes. Well, the other thing, too, is that when you hey, become right, part of a new project, what? A lot of times you'll probably think like, man, I'd like to get involved in this way. And they're like, we're actually looking for this thing, which is a little bit of a pivot. And then you have all these different hats that you've worn yep. where you can kind of be like, well, I can pivot. I can pivot towards this where I want to be a producer on this or a director right. or a writer or just contribute to the project in some way. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's also that. Yeah. The, I mean, the show started out as Practical Jokers. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, you brought in the yeah. M. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys, you misunderstood. We've been mispronouncing. <laughs> this is a huge scoop. I'm yes. practical joker. Yes. It's called I'm, I'm practical joker. <laughs> We've been saying it wrong all these years. How embarrassing! Egg, uh, egg on my face. I'll tell you that. Wow. <laughs> you brought in the I'm. Now here's a list of some of the the pranks that didn't make it. <laughs> Holocaust Museum bouncer. <laughs> Not bad. It seems tasteless. I don't yeah. care for that. Seems tasteless. Talk to a con uh, have a conversation in a park, and then randomly a squib goes off. So it seems like there's an active shooting situation. <laughs> wow, these seems harsh. And Is this I don't your want to think of any more. Yeah, it's your submission. I just slide a packet. I like the idea of that. Maybe our show becomes so meta that like we're. We're pitching ideas for our show to our fans, yes. but they don't know it's the, the show. That would be yeah. hilarious yeah. if you if you set up all the hidden cameras in the room where you guys yeah. review all the packets, and we just submit a super dark I, pack. I had an idea. I had an idea once that was like it, we do that bit where it's, it's called Naw Dog. That ain't me. Where they uh, they they go as themselves and they they. they Say they handed in they hand in a survey yes. and they get paid twenty bucks. Right. Yeah. And then they go around secretly and the person who's right. giving out yeah. the twenty bucks, they go around and change into costume. They, yes. They, yes. They're up to their own devices to put on a costume and then try to go through yeah. and if you go through the most, you win. Or if you if you get caught the earliest, you lose. Yeah. I said we should up the stakes and we should do it where you don't you never start as yourself, but you're let's say there's a Joker's meet and greet and yeah. you have to Dress in costume around your fans, the people Ooh. who know you the most. <laughs> yes, and you have to like you know do something or like get something out of them without getting caught the longest. That's time. hilarious. So that would be really yeah. interesting. That would be it, really. It, you fun. couldn't go through as many costumes, I think. Right, but maybe you could. I you'd have to figure out something. Well, you'd also if let's say you had a gathering, right? Let's say you were gonna have like a premiere party for season 11 or something like that and you had like a line outside or or area you could have them go to different areas right do you know what i mean that's totally. the way to do it i almost totally. feel like you have to go like con style oh right? yeah and, and wear a full thing like i know um adam savage yes uh yeah. often will do that with other people too and they uh, you know and sometimes it's like a promo thing they'll do for something coming out where you'll have a celebrity wear 
a mm-hmm. ridiculous thing that clearly covers them. Yeah. And yeah. no one has any idea that this person is now walking mm-hmm. around the con floor. Yeah, right, right. Similar right. to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you want to go meta, uh, focus group on um, spinoffs of Impractical Jokers. <laughs> yeah. That would right? be hilarious. Hey, it's been so successful, we're going to be coming up with new stuff. <laughs> right. And now it's a chance for yeah. it's a chance for the Jokers to pitch their very clearly selfish solo idea. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, but the twist is the ideas have been written by Ray. Oh. <laughs> All right. And how about... Uh, how come the first how, one? So many of these are about Holocaust <laughs> museums. <laughs> Impractical joke, her. It's just this one woman named Deborah, <laughs> and we keep nailing her. She has a restraining order. <laughs> She's like, I'll have one scoop of vanilla, and they're like, oh! <laughs> every time you see them every, turn around, they're every smiling. Every time she goes anywhere, she's Fuck like, you, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Eminem. <laughs> Leave us alone! <laughs> oh, my God. I walked right into that. <laughs> When it was on the show, he's the guest that episode. <laughs> oh, he's just fucking. With, is it his mom or is that? Yeah, it's his mom. It's, it's his mom. mom. <laughs> it's so funny. Eminem's the guest, and he's just like, "Yeah, I want to fuck with my mom." <laughs> I just follow her around, and then it's the Joker. Hello, no, Marshall. we're supposed to do a thing. He's like at a subway, and you make the sandwich wrong. That's the whole thing. And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go fuck with my mom," and he just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> No cameras. <laughs> He's just stabbing her tires. <laughs> <laughs> Got her! <laughs> From the distance. Fuck you, Debbie! <laughs> yeah. That's uh, great. But let's go back to this, because we're in an insane territory yes. right now. Pretty good one. And I'm worried that at some point I'll have to, you know, draft some kind of lawsuit, because I'll sure. see something on the show, and I'll go... <laughs> That's about a block away from the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's too close. Uh, but... <laughs> I, I, if, if you don't mind yeah. moving a little away from uh, the Jokers and move to another <laughs> ragtag team of four. <laughs> <laughs> an equal, an equal uh, billing franchise. Yes. <laughs> it's the four of us. That's what, how do you same, think this is going? Same mindset. <laughs> They're teenagers. Right. New York City. Yes. They love pizza. Okay. They've all got big personalities. There's actually a yeah. lot of crossover. Wow. This is. Yeah. Did you think about this? Uh, and you're I, like the I, splinter. I you know, for a while, when I used to, I used to open for them sometimes, and I used to do a breakdown that like which one of the guys is the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, oh, I would do that with great. like a few other like thing like with the boy bands and stuff like that. Too. That's great. Just as a way to introduce the guys. And, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, great. that's really about. fun. But um, yo, and actually for our movie, one of the turtles is leaving the show. <laughs> <laughs> So really great. And there's that fight scene in the uh, (laughs) museum of some Uh, kind. (laughs) Museum of some kind. uh, I can't remember what it was. (laughs) But yeah, mm, Uh, it was a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Michelangelo said anyway. (laughs) Bummer. It's this is bummer. not Calabunga. <laughs> it felt really disrespectful to be. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing radical about you. <laughs> yep. Jesus. All right. Uh, but uh, you, I think, you know, viewers, listeners in the know are, are now realizing that we're talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But <laughs> if you haven't cottoned to that yet, uh, that's where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you are writing or have written mm-hmm. uh, 
the script for a new script is done. The script's Whoa. done. Well, the script is done. I mean, it's I mean, in yeah. the paper. Right. Can. I mean, they could be like, here's a here's a bunch of notes, yeah. or you know, here's some rewrites, or you know, right. it's, it hasn't. It's not in production. It's not being filmed or anything. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like the st- the stages. There's still step like you know more stages and stuff. Yeah. We don't know exactly what direction they'll take our script in. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah, we have yeah. had some great but back you were and forth with them. to 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 write this yes. this script. Well, really. So so Colin. They were the colonists worked with uh, Paramount a Colin bunch. Joe Firth. Oh <laughs> uh, no, no, I, he, I get that a lot. <laughs> Colin Just Firth is also and I do so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, uh, so Colin was tapped to do it, and he was like, "Oh, you know, my brother and I like, grow like you know grew up with the turtles. I would love to to pair up with him and to do it." And they were like, yeah. "Oh, absolutely. We love the idea that these brothers are writing for these brothers. Of course, yeah. 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 And, no, and that makes so, so much sense. We wanted to lean into a lot of that too, in their brotherhood and their dynamic like that. So, and we also wanted it to be fun. But we also love the dark side of some of it. But that's Star Wars. There's a lot of there's sometimes they go a little. Cross I feel like I feel like sometimes the turtles, you know, things are either one way or the other, right? And we try to we try to split it, split like you know, you know, weave that thread through that has touches upon it all. Yeah, right? yeah. And I I I'm excited for it. I hope it I hope it all happens. You know, you yeah. never know with these projects. You don't. You know, I mean, it, anything can be can die on the vine. So right, right. I I hope it goes through just because I I love it. There's aspects of it yeah. that I just think are so fun and funny and. Uh, you know, we a, a little bit of fan service, but not like over the top. And I think it's uh, I think it's fun. That's, That's awesome, really man. exciting. We tried to pull from like some of our favorite movies too. So like there might be elements that like remind you of like a Ghostbusters or uh, you know, kind of like fun actiony movies that are that are comedy action comedies and stuff like that. Dirty and dancing. Dirty dancing. <laughs> a lot of dirty dancing. Yeah. A lot of nobody yeah. puts Raphael in the corner. It's, in fact, right. it's it's yeah. it's just dirty dancing. It's, yeah. I just changed. There's that whole scene where Splinter gets called late at night to go do an abortion? I was like, it's a very strange... I, I mean, I like it, yeah. but it's a weird well, second When I had you read the script, yes. I didn't it think sense. you would talk about it yeah. so much. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know I said I wouldn't talk too much about the details inside of it, but... That that stood out to me. <laughs> but yeah, Baxter it, Stockman is so strong in this <laughs> one. And sexy, <laughs> right? Love it. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I, I'm excited for it. Really, like uh, the thing that I my biggest takeaway from this whole process was like how insanely talented my brother is. Like he's he's been on SNL for so long and has written, yeah. like you know. 10,000 scripts and 10,000 yeah. scenes for that show. And he's oh, just like... Colin Jones. <laughs> yes. yes. Now, okay, now See, it's I, I was getting confused, yeah. too, because I was like, I thought it was Colin Powell. Yes, Okay, <laughs> all right. It is right. Colin Powell <laughs> Jones. Colin Jones. No, it's middle name. Colin Jones. Uh, <laughs> and I heard it was Joss. <laughs> he's Joss, I'm Joss. Ah, okay. yeah. This is... Okay, yes. no, it makes sense. Right. He has oh, the I, uh, Full disclosure, I did dot. work with uh, oh. Colin uh, just for a, oh, a little bit uh, with some stand-up stuff. And oh, cool. we were we were chit-chatting. And you mentioned taking a call uh, uh, at the hospital with your wife. Or, or uh, jumping yes. on a meeting. Sorry, yeah. a meeting. Yeah. Uh, and it ju- it reminded me because I was talking about this earlier. I was at the uh, the baby doctor with uh-huh. my wife, and uh, I had to step out of the room 
because Colin had called me, and I was like, I gotta go. It's Colin Jost, you know. And I, yeah. it was it, it was a nice moment. Uh, oh, but yeah, so it's, so a, it's so a fun awesome. little bit of little bit of history there. Uh, we had a huge falling out, and we don't talk to each other anymore. Yeah. So, that's perfect. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's the yeah. best way to end it. It is right. No, no, no that's not true. <laughs> no, no, uh, he got bumped up to head writer, and I was, and and it was uh, that was it. But no, yeah. I, in a good way, in a positive I mean, gets, way. I don't mean I that mean, in, he, a in general. Way. Like he he people. It's not. I would love to be like he takes on too much. It's like it's not like that. It's like everybody asks him to do everything. Yeah, of yeah, how gifted no, and talented a thousand percent. Yeah, oh, and, and I think, what but he was. always makes time for family and for things like that. And he's yeah. just and he makes sure the projects gets like you know he sees through them and they come out so good. He's a, he, that's what I was saying. Like he he has written so much on that on SNL and he's just like a machine that like we'll both break away and write stuff and and the stuff he writes is just like. It needs no notes. Like it's just it's line by line. It's like succinct. It's funny. Yeah. And like you know, I'm giving notes on a thing that I think is pretty perfect. And you know, it's like small little things about character choices and stuff like that. But if you just handed in like the first draft of a scene, it's like it's there's no issues. Like every everything's annotated and it's like yeah. it has the tone of it, it has the feel of it. Every word is right. There's no spelling errors. Even like every single part of it. And it's yeah. just because he had to work so fast for so long and knock stuff out. And it's right. like between dress rehearsal and and the and the the, the, the live show, he's gonna have to make changes. Yeah. And it's just like doing that for so long He's just so gifted. I mean, he was gifted even before it. Like he's been, he's like a, been a, a a savant his whole life. He's so quick. it was he really didn't even know how to read when he started took working. SNL, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now cool. think about how much he writes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's huge. Hey, Colin, could you add in a scene where the big turtle brother tells the little turtle <laughs> brother that he's proud of him? <laughs> sure, like, buddy. Well, no. Sure, <laughs> buddy. Do you want to so, go get? Let's go get some pizza. <laughs> Cowabunga. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I hate pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Could the younger brother that looks like uh, maybe older than the older brother and grayer? Could he be the good one? <laughs> so one of the things I was thinking about yeah. though with writing this movie, it's the idea of writing a movie is a really interesting process, not for just like the what do we want to put in? What do we want to like keep out? What is the tone? But actually the process of writing a full movie and kind of taking a three-act structure and figuring mm -hmm. all that out, do you have experience with like really hammering that out? No. 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 I mean, honestly, going back to the, the Matt Stone, Trey Parker of it all, like, I, <laughs> I, I'm downplaying my abilities a lot, but I also think like he is just like, he's such a, like I said, he's such a machine that he's just so talented with that stuff. But I, you know, if I was going to give myself any kind of credit, it's just that I, I love story and I love overall yeah, and right. I, I really like want to talk about the whole thing and where it can go. And, and it's like, well, if there's this snafu, I'm like, I, I'm like a problem solver and I'm like, I, I will always have like a hundred other ideas to that one idea. That's, right. that's perfect. Yeah. Right. Well, this is one of the things I think is kind of important in a, in any creative relationship, whether it's, you know, 10 people working together on a show or two people working together on a script or whatever it is. It is great to have someone who's like, yeah, like here's the stuff that makes sense to create this. Mm -hmm. And here's the stuff that doesn't make sense that I think we need to incorporate. Yeah. And we, we need to find a bridge between those two worlds. Yeah. And yeah. I think that makes stuff totally. that's truly and, great. And roles can change too. Like on one project, you, you might be the Matt Stone and, and someone else is the Trey Parker. And yes. on the next one, you're the Trey Parker and the other Matt Stone. You know, yes. like it really can change. Yes. And it just, like there are times that I feel like I've been in the position where I'm taking the lead on it and I'm having someone who just generates some ideas 
or you know, and that's all I want. Like I don't even right. need, need them to be the one. Like you know, if if I'm if I feel confident handling that, yeah. So it's it's it changes, but I you know he's he's just he's Colin Jost. He's incredible. That's he's awesome. Is there him. is there any um? Do you find any issue with not issue, but like is it any different dealing with a pre existing property, a pre existing story? Uh, with the turtles, mm-hmm. you know, having you know, obviously they've had many different stories happen, but yeah. it's a pre-existing IP, yeah. Uh, and tackling that versus doing stuff with with uh, you know with your own mm-hmm. um, stuff, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, it's funny because it's easier in some <clears throat> ways and harder too because yeah. it's easier because you you they all have their. Framework. Their framework, yeah. and we all know what each turtle is like and yeah, what their villains are it's like. It's in so, the song. Yeah. 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 So you want to touch upon those, but also make it your own and explore yeah, if yeah. that's true, what else is true. Right. If it's true that Donatello is good with with you know technology and science, what else what else yep. is true? Yeah. And that's what the that's what I think is like so fun about the multiple movies and the mul- and just keeping a franchise going. Yeah. And that's an improv technique, which is like when you're imp- yeah. I I yeah. coach a team now yeah. and uh, on Monday night I was like okay beat one of the Herald this is true beat two of the Herald if this is true what then else what is else true? is yeah. true right so and, that's yeah. that, that is that, that all these like improv yeah. techniques go throughout everything yeah. I do and I think like it just you just have no choice it's yeah. just it's the way to live life is Donatello like, going to become like an Elon Musk no he, he, he'll be more of an improv teacher it's all <laughs> improv oh, okay. they're an improv right. troop yes. oh the movie. no that's what it is <laughs> yeah. they're not turtles <laughs> Find UCB. UCB. There's actually never a movie. It's just four guys in costumes going, Can we get a suggestion? Yes. <laughs> I, I heard I'd... museum. <laughs> <laughs> I heard sewer layer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, I need a food. Uh, food. Uh, <laughs> give me four weapons. One <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Nunchucks, yeah. yes. No, it's funny because one of the things that we do on the podcast now that has kind of evolved over the years that's a big part of Fun Bearable is we do a thing called Pitch Doctors where when we see a new property coming out with something like, mm-hmm. uh, like we saw Space Jam 2 coming out, which Space Jam 2 kind of ended up to being... be honest, we were waiting out, we camped outside <laughs> yes. to get in. Well, it ended up being this big mashup of all the IPs that Warner Brothers owns. That's, yeah. That was their kind of idea for it, for better or for worse. And we said... Mm, I don't know that there was a for better. <laughs> and we said... They didn't go to space, right? Isn't that the big thing? <laughs> oh, and they didn't jam. Yeah. Um, but uh, we said... Well, what if we were in charge of that? So we will do a pitch, do- a pitch doctor's episode when mm-hmm. that comes out of our own version of that. We're like, we just have to take different IPs and put them together, and you have to come up with it. And we do that all the time. And I love existing in the world of like pre-existing stories and pre-existing IPs. And what would you do with it mm-hmm. if you're in charge of making a new thing? Because I do, you know, everyone sees a lot of stuff that comes out that's either reboots, sequels, whatever. And we were talking about it, about how like 14% of it is incredible. And a lot of it is not incredible. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the uh, Rescue Rangers reboot that the Lonely Island put together for Disney was like amazing. It was great. I didn't see yeah. it. It, it was incredible. I, I, it, I, it seemed pretty cool. It, yeah. was, it was great. Just to have those two voices are really fun. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. And, they, and they, it was seriously like Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of level oh, of, wow. it was excellent. And we said like, I love the idea of figuring that out like it's a math problem almost. Right. And saying, well, how do you kick out some of those walls? And knock down some of the walls that they create, and still stay true to it, and kind of bring your own spin to it. The thing is, I think it's, I think it's the simplest version of it, right? Is like, what's a good movie? 
Let's make a good movie yep. first and foremost. Fried exactly. green tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's just make let's just make fried green. What yes. if what if Human the centipede. turtles were doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about we just we turtle talk about turtle we, just, we just do all movies we turtle know centipede. and go, but what if it was the turtles? <laughs> a turtle centipede. Hold on, I want to explore this. Because yeah. it completely works, right? Because is there is there a hole in the back for the tail? I, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. There is. Yeah. So uh, so it would just be the head through that. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the easiest boop, boop, thing. Boop, 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 boop. Colin, throw out the script. <laughs> Colin <laughs> It's the scene from Back to the Future. Yeah. You know that? Listen to you know this. That? Oh, I hear turtle centipede. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we just call it the shell game? Because <laughs> that's very, that's very close. Perfect. It's very close. But I want to dive into more like emotional dramas and throw the turtles in there. Okay. 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 Romancing the stone. Cra- Kramer versus Kramer, except it's turtle yeah. versus turtle versus turtle versus turtle. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> versus Steel magnolia. Yep. We Splinter's choice. Yeah. Ooh. Splinter's <laughs> choice. Splinter's choice. I, I love between them all. The four. Yeah. yeah. I love them wow. all so much. That actually feels like a movie, like a like a comic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By like Eastman and Laird. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that would be like one of those. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's great. You know, a lot of people have hit me up about. Um, Last Ronin? Yeah. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I know. I, I And I've read it and it's great. And yeah. people yeah. are like, please do it. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not yeah. going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> also, the second <laughs> half of it would be like impossible. Uh, yeah, not yeah. impossible, oh, but bananas. like, you know, we're, we're talking like MCU level right. oh, stuff yeah. going on there. Uh, yeah. I'm going to throw this last one out. Okay. We're just we're just hit me, spitballing. Please. No bad ideas, right? Raft to the future. No, there's no there are bad ideas. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. oh no. wait, wait, unfortunately. Did you hear? Did wait, you hear? That turtle was the first time I've ever heard anyone say that. <laughs> oh no! Oh okay. no! And, we're not, and, and for the record, we're not spitballing. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. I'm gonna, spitballing. I'm gonna make my own movie. I'm gonna <laughs> do my own turtle. I want to start a meeting, like a creative meeting, and be like, okay, guys, we're not spitballing, and there are bad ideas. Go. <laughs> you. Yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I thought we could do marriage story. My idea went away. <laughs> I forgot it. Really? I forgot oh, no, it I'm while sorry. feigning like, oh, like that. And then it genuinely just felt right it's out like, of my head. No. Yeah. Like marriage story, but no, the turtles are fine. married. It's fine. <laughs> Let, leave it alone, Brad. Right. That's leave it alone. Damn, now it's going to drive me crazy what it was. Oh, well. I'm, I'm fine. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Everything's great. Was it It'll turtle hit you gum? in the middle. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It He's wasn't be- turtle gum. It was not turtle gum. No. <laughs> it can be. Turtle It could be. It wasn't turtle gum. Which one would it be, though? I guess Schindler's Mikey would be list. Forrest. <laughs> yeah. Splinter's sure. List. Yeah. Uh, Shredder's yeah. List. Yeah. Shredder's List is weird. No, but Schindler was a good guy. <laughs> I know. It's pretty yeah. close. <laughs> that's the part that's strange. It's a bad list. Yeah, it's not a good list. No, nope, I guess the world will never know. That's fine. I'm yeah, okay with no, it. No, I, I mean, I agree with the idea, the idea of, like, the good story first thing. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, that's that's the way to go. And then I think that that does lead you down to, like, okay, well, if this if this is the good story that we figure out, and then it's like, there are a little bit of these boundaries. Which ones can we push out? Which one can we bend out? Which mm-hmm. ones can we kind of create new paths, even mm-hmm. though these boundaries already exist? And I love that idea. I love that exercise, and I love that you actually get to put it into into practice and make a thing like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I personally, I, I also have ideas for other properties, not pre-existing properties, right. but like ideas f- for movies or things that I want to do. Yeah. That, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. But I, 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 I was really excited to tackle. I actually, like if you came to me and you were like, make a Street Fighter movie or make a Mortal Kombat or make a, 
Um, I'm trying to think like uh, biker mice from Mars. I'd be like, okay, but I don't have the connection that I have for turtle. Exactly. Right. And so it was a lot easier for me. And I also have seen all of the turtle movies. And honestly, I like them all to a certain extent. Me, you know? me too. Yeah. There's always like you're always going to have an order. But to me, it's very similar to like Zelda, where it's like I love every Zelda game. Yep. There's ones I like more than the other ones, but they're always kind of fun to like just We're go through. So excited about the next one. We're, we talked the about next it. Zelda one. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be incredible. So yeah. There's like Chuck, step for out right for now, a little while. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk. We're gonna talk 40 about Forty days left or yeah. something. I like Mario. Yeah. Yeah. I like. So Mario's coming out soon. Philistine. How dare you? Mouth breather. Mario breather. Mario pipe lover. Go fuck a mushroom, weirdo. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so sorry. I'm so overtired. We do fight. We do. That out there like a real thing. That's a, yeah, we, I, we hate each other. <laughs> Just a therapy session. This gets real, real fast. So let's move on. I do have some questions now that you're uh, a turtles expert. Okay. Oh, this prop has gotten so much use. That's, yeah, that's yeah. true. We got to put it back because it's got the Wi-Fi name on it. Um, <laughs> we've never seen a, a lady turtle. Yes, we have. Yeah, we have seen many lady turtles. I've never seen a lady turtle. <laughs> okay. And they're teenagers. What's going on? Are they like horny all the time? They love April. They all have kind of a crush on April. I think. No, yeah, they but do. They're not horny about it. They, I, they, I don't no, know. They she like belongs a... to another Casey. No, not always. Yeah. I, I don't know if the turtles like would be able to mate with a woman. You know, yeah. it's a cross right. species. I don't right. really know either. It would be right. horrifying. Yeah, it would be scary. Be there is a the porno. Show. I did watch the porno. Oh, for research. Yeah, for yeah. it's part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun and campy. Yeah. I have a question about that because yeah. there is a. a uh, he means e. it happened. It was filmed at a camp. Yes. is what he was talking oh. about. <laughs> at my camp, my camp. But when I was at camp, yeah, we it filmed was just it. the pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actual turtles. Oh no! Um, oh, I just want to know if this is sticking to the established lore of mm -hmm. the holiday special. Oh, have you seen the Christmas special? See, this is something that a lot of people don't know about. This is true. Hold on. I've seen, is it, you, you don't mean a live show, right? Because I've watched all the live shows too. Have you seen that? Like the Turtles Live? Yes. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, uh, the Turtles it, Rock. Coming out of their I, shells. I, I, yeah. the I have mouth. that cassette tape coming right. out of their shells. So what are you, t I, maybe I've, there was a, a, a 30 minute, no, it was, a, you know, live action. Oh, uh, it's insane. Holiday special. And it's mostly is them. It from the Fox, like live singing. action with the girl, with when there was a girl this turtle? Is pre no. This is previous to oh, the Oh, I do mutation. remember the girl turtle now. Yeah. Yes, yes. She also had blue. Yeah. Which was confusing. It yeah, was like, like a light blue. There is other colors. Yeah, they, of course. They, they do. Mean, uh, yeah. they, they do. Pink's right there. If we're talking like eighties, eighties <laughs> yeah. and nineties, now there's a girl one yeah. children's sure. shows. Yeah, right? um, they do twelve days of Christmas, but it's their own thing. And they they <laughs> instead of five golden rings, it's five April O'Neil autographs, which is not even it close even fit the meter to whatsoever. the meter. No, it is. It's one of my favorite Christmas things. Yeah. It's like the craziest oh, wow. Christmas special ever. Yeah, yeah. Gotta check that out. Deck the halls was, with pepperoni. I think it was produced is by it like the costumes Lincoln. from the third movie. Uh, it's, 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 it, it maybe if, there if, if you big dro drop if you like look into yes. it. The first one had like great lighting yep. and good costumes, yes. and then they kind of got a little worse. And the third one, they're they're a little. This feels weird. like the costumes from the third one were run over by a truck okay. and left out in the rain. Yeah. for years. Yeah, this is it's uncomfortable. We have the the designer of the <laughs> third film. He's in the waiting room right now. He's gonna he was gonna be the next episode. Yeah. 
Oh, no, it's crazy. And he's listening. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Yeah. I'll really, say just to that little Zoom recorder yes. reaches. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's this hard. all goes out to a monitor. Yeah. Out there. Oh yeah. my God. This yeah. is impractical jokers. They're, they're back there. This <laughs> is really I'm sitting next to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. another version. Oh, you thought this <laughs> shitty podcast was real? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was that. This is what it feels like. We got him. Come on in. I see the error of my ways. <laughs> That's what it was about. Season I, 11 is going to be acts of kindness to strangers. I am the mark. <laughs> now, I'm practical you know jokers. Yeah. I'm pride. That's what. Yeah. 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 Yes. Now, now pay for her groceries. <laughs> it's all nice things. Yeah. No, I'll send you the Christmas special. It's like, yeah, I can't it's called yeah. We Wish You a Turtle's Christmas. I, I love all the, like, the, I, I, if, if we, you know, get get to make this movie and have a say on you know casting and right. all these yeah. aspects. There's so many little like Easter eggs and stuff you want to put in a movie oh like God. this. Yeah, I mean, you know, like Kevin Nash has to be in the movie. Oh yeah, like yeah. some Hell some yeah. while he you know he was like super shredder, was super yeah. shredder, and, and that I didn't know that until like you know when it, maybe ten years ago or yeah. five yeah. years ago or something like that. Yeah, and it's just like it's of course he was. Okay. Yeah, it's the coolest. It's I, so I don't want to spoil anything. This is a genuine question. I'm not, yeah. uh, but I'll to keep to keep. Yeah, accurate keep up with the prop yep I, I, if you can't say that's fine mm -hmm. but do we finally get a live action legit from the toy and cartoon uh turtles van that's uh, important to my childhood there, the turtles van. i'll say this there are a lot there's a lot of influence from the toys because colin and i Really love the toys. Yeah, we yeah. really. Oh, that's love why you took that research trip to Chuck's house. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah. Uh, blip. I, mean, I have a friend that has like inbox like all of the turtle stuff and oh, like yeah. and a bunch of like you know 90s stuff. Yep. Yeah. But um, we love those toys. So there's definitely a lot of elements. We also they also said to us like if you want to come up with things to make toys. Like from the movie, oh, have course. fun. Yeah. So that yeah. was just a whole day of oh, coming of up with things that could become toys. Right. Uh, which and then they came back with another meeting and they were like, no, children's. <laughs> 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 Not adult toys. <laughs> oh. Well, because there's some stuff we've always wanted to yes. try. Right. <laughs> anyway, scrap the whole line of turtle power. Don't, this is done. Don't look at pages three through seven. <laughs> We worked him into the script. You guys know that Casey Jones is a human, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, his golf his golf bag is filled with so many different things yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's uh, the toys. I, I, there are a lot of things that I'm excited for that are from you know like the references to it. Also, you mentioned like live action, like. The last ones had like a lot of CGI, which mm. it's unavoidable to a certain extent. Yep. But I was saying that like the metric or like the, there's needs to be something that feels yeah. like somewhere closer to the original, like the, the 90s. Yeah. And also like a Guardians. Like Guardians yeah. does yeah, Aliens yeah. so well. And yeah, like, for and sure. So I Bravo. think that there's I think that if you know we have our druthers and if it gets made, all these ifs. Yep. Yeah. I would love for it to, to invoke that the look of the, the night. Yeah. It's hard to do, I think. Oh, yeah, I think it is. I think that one of the best movies that found the bridge between practical effects and CGI that no one really cites is Where the Wild Things Are, that yeah. Spike Jones did. Oh, yeah. Because all the costumes were practical. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of manipulated the faces. That's, yeah. And it's like, they almost were like, you know, 15% CGI, 85% real. Yeah. And it was such a effective ratio a lot of it was almost disturbing mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. but it definitely was like it enhanced the emotion and enhanced the feeling especially when they would get mad it yeah. was almost like this is this is a lot 
Uh, but I think that yeah, that I can't watch it because you told me how emotionally affecting the movie was. Oh, you're like, oh, it'll leave you devastated. You got to watch it. I'm like, no. Well, no, James no. Gandolfini plays like the main one, right? And at some point, he's freaking out and crying, and it's so upsetting to see this huge puppet, emotional. And That's what my wife says when I have an anxiety <laughs> attack. <laughs> it was right there. It's so weird to see right this, this huge puppet. puppet. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Tears are. I want to. Re- I actually like, want to rewatch that. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's it's the soundtrack. Well is cool. Yes. Yeah. And so I would good. be remiss because you're here. Mm-hmm. I know. It's just it's okay. hit the you know the the draft is done stage Let's right do it. the script is out what do you got I'm just saying if you need a crang okay big and a crang body suit. <laughs> <laughs> crang and crang suit we're here wow. we're here you I'll would put be on a good crang thank right? you you I'll also I'm crang. here for a bebop or a rock steady okay or a rock bop. Or a bee study. Oh, wow. Wow, that would be an interesting thing. I'm overtired, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> yeah, Chuck, yeah, yeah. Chuck says he wants to be Shredder, but he won't wear the mask because he wants his face out there. Yeah. Hey! He said he wants to be called hey. Spreader. <laughs> Turtles! <laughs> Turtles! Turtles, it's no, no. me, Chuck! No, you hate them. You Shredder oh. hates them. But they're oh. so cool! You they're guys! So cool. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing that I w- did not make the movie, un- unless I try to force it back in. Right. Unbearable exclusive. But I don't think it will. There's a part where like you know something's happening, yep. And before like they're like you know the, the, the three of the turtles are like, "Where's Mikey?" And like they have to like rush into battle or something. Like That's Mikey. I, no, yeah, I got I'm it. A, not saying any yeah. particular yeah. intentionally. Yeah. And then they look, and Mikey's talking to this like big truck, and you know, and he's just like, "Look, man, I don't know if you're Optimus Prime, but if you are, <laughs> <laughs> like, just like you don't have to say anything right now." But we could really use your help. <laughs> That's yeah. really good. I love That's that. Great. And then, like, I kind of wanted like this moment later on. <laughs> and he's like, I knew it. That's perfect. And then they're like, Mikey, wake up, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Even just, even just the the setup is so fun. Yeah, I would him talking to a truck that, and being yeah. like, and it's the same. It's it's the same. It's the same truck. Yeah. No, no, no. It's no, the same oh. property. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. right. So I was kind of like that could happen. So I don't. Maybe we'll put it there. But I just like the idea that he goes off to the side yeah and they're like where did he go and then it cuts to him being like look i don't know if you're optimus prime you don't have to say it if you are yeah you know that's, what I mean? no, I that's you, hilarious you might be on a st- like a sting right now <laughs> yes, but hilarious. we could use your help i'm just putting it out there okay it's so good it's you know? so yeah. good i really that's that just got me like so excited to see this movie yeah that's killer wonderful there's a lot of stuff that like that's i i just know that that's that didn't make it but um yeah there are there there was a lot of pitches that were Funny, like, yeah, like, really fun stuff. That's very fun. That's the kind of stuff that I love. For I'll this come back too. on the podcast after this movie comes out, yep. yeah, okay. and I'll say everything that didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. The cutting room floor, yeah, yeah. that's fun. But who knows if Ooh. it gets made? Oh, shit. I quit this podcast. I'm starting a new podcast called The Cutting Room Floor. <laughs> wow. It's just getting people coming in and being like, I no, quit. but here's the good idea before the notes. Yes. <laughs> right? This is what we were going to do. Before the notes is a better one. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You guys are going to have this podcast. I'm quitting the other podcast. I'm starting another podcast called Before the Notes. Guys, I miss you. Oh, and that, oh wait. No, that's about musicians before they... Oh, no. Before they sing? I'm quitting... Ah. Before the notes. I'm never doing a pod... No. It's it all went away. Yep. <laughs> Turtle fellas, could that be a thing? <laughs> Where they become made turtles, <laughs> right? Joe Pesci can be in it. You don't even have to put him in makeup. He's basically a ninja <laughs> He's basically turtle. A turtle. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, not the ninja part. 
I, we've you, thought a lot about the voices and stuff too. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, we I don't we're so far from even casting, but I yeah. just have I have opinions on it. For oh, me. of course, yeah. obviously. That's killer, man. I love it. It's yeah. it's yeah. it's just Bill Hader doing different impressions for each oh, of the yeah, four turtles. And like now, this is the Christopher Walken turtle. You must you must be devastated because you did have a splinter voice in mind mm-hmm. and while you were writing. And may he rest and in peace. He, unfortunately he passed away. Yeah. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. <laughs> and uh that's I mean wow, he'd be good. devastated. When yeah. you think about ancient wisdom being passed down, that's the voice that right? comes to your mind. Yeah. So we yeah. like I would do with my band, we would do like Kind of like sketches slash episodes of of the band behind the scenes, but there was all comedy, mm-hmm. and uh, we would kind of do like cutaways to movies and different things like that. And uh, one of the cutaways we did was this is worse than the time they had Gilbert Gottfried voice Michelangelo. Yeah, and we have this whole scene I think from Turtles One where uh, Leonardo and Raphael are fighting, and it's they have this big fight, and at the end of it, Michelangelo just looks over to Donatello and says pork rinds with a bag of pork rinds. And we just had someone do a Gilbert Gottfried impression of him saying pork rinds at the end of that it's scene. so bad. And it wow. came out so good. Yeah. And we had a follow-up callback that we didn't put in it. Yep. Where uh, this is worse than the time that they had Gilbert Gottfried voice all the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And we wanted to have another scene <laughs> oh, where all of good. them were Gilbert Gottfried. But it's just a love Cutting room floor. Yeah. Cutting room floor. Uh, I'll see if I can fit you in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we only do like projects that were like were big big projects. i mean we had like a thousand views on funny or die so, you did yeah, okay lot, you're on you can be in a patreon episode Thank a lot you. of funnies uh, yeah <laughs> uh, casey this has been so much fun yeah, yeah, uh, dude, so much this is genuine. oh my god yeah i loved i, I forgot that we we're doing podcasts i'm just having fun. i know, I know. Uh, also, you know always the goal the uh like, why am i fucking hold? oh <laughs> yeah the the summer That's is coming up uh chase and rose's uh record uh, the second, I think the second one, uh-huh. that's mandatory summertime listening. Summertime part two? Yeah. Two. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ray, Ray doesn't know what we're talking about. He's so, yeah, part of a friend of my, a friend, Patrick Noth and I made up two albums uh, by the alter ego Chase and Rose, which was like, do you remember the group LFO? They yeah, did. Yeah, um, yeah. Summertime, like summertime girls? girls? That, yeah, summer, uh, where, summer, where, yeah. I'll be a fish. So we were like, what if those guys... Like, what if we just made more songs like that? Oh, yeah. and okay. So yeah. that, that's sort of that was the impetus, or like that was the the initial uh, influence that yeah. one the sole influence really. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but we just made songs that were like a song about pizza, a song about karate, like just like yeah. really like one idea and just blow it out. Super fun. Well, now I know song what the soundtrack to the Turtles movies yeah. gonna be. Song about pizza ice cream. and karate. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wow, yeah. it was meant to be. I think I probably mentioned Ninja Turtles in both of those songs. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we just would take an idea. Like we have a song called "Computers." Like it's just ice cream, you know. Every, yep. every kind yeah. of thing is just like it's I, I, really. like the ice cream song is like on Chuck's summer playlist. Yeah. Like when we're driving it. around, yeah. and it's like ah, oh, um, uh, steal my sunshine, or like yeah. a yeah. hard day's night, and then you know, ice cream, ice cream. Yeah, it's funny because I like how it goes. Len, <laughs> the Beatles. <laughs> like, that's a it's jump. Chuck's Sil- playlist. That is a jump. Gold medal. Silver medal, yeah. Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> that's and that's your lovemaking list? Yes, yes, that's right. Okay. I love that song. Yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite summer singles. It's definitely like See, a one hit wonder, but that's a great song. Yeah. That era had like also um, uh, like New Radicals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It had a lot of these bands that were like kind of these weird alt rock bands that. Dude. 
that were here and gone. So good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've, I've been thinking a lot about pop music. They also gave one? us Lit. Oh my God! Well, Lit. My um, not my bad. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's that, pretty good. That's yeah. a great song. I mean, song. Har- Harvey Danger. Harvey yeah, Danger. Yeah, 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 he's he's, he's, yeah. he's yeah. like a journalism professor at the University of Washington now. That's wow. like a top yeah. one. It's yeah. So good. Ah, uh, that's that's yeah. my go-to karaoke. And you know what he says first first class? If you're bored, then you're boring. Yeah, and then he says, "I want to publish zines," and then everyone's like, "What? What are?" This is not exactly like it, but um. Uh, everyone could see the way that fastball, fastball, two hits though. Yes, they did. Yeah, and they're good too. Those yeah. songs are uh, good. Uh, fastball, that era is way really weird. Is like one of those that's just burned into my yes. soul. Yes. Like it, it was when that song was the rage. I I listened to that so many times, and I love that it's just it's a song about parents just going away and probably. Killing themselves? Oh, I didn't even know that. It's based on a like a news yeah, story. Like, like, that the, so like an old, old an elderly couple singer. like that's wandered that happy, away. Yeah. yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. And it's uh yeah, that's a that's a wild Yeah, one. like yeah. ninety two to two thousand two pop music is like my favorite thing in the whole yeah. world. I mean that's Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Here we are. So now we're just true. listing yes. things. Yeah, Ray yeah, loves Sugar Ray. That's kind of his big thing. When I was in high school I did. I loved Sugar Ray. You know that song Rivers? Rivers. So he wrote a song that is so Weezer that he just named it Rivers. Oh, that's, right. okay. that's killer! And it's like it, it's it's good. It's good. It's it's like uh, when it goes away, yeah. I'm digging a hole. It like has this like yeah. real Weezer vibe, like old school Weezer vibe, but it's a Sugar Ray song. Yeah, I love it. And he named it Rivers because he was like, I'm, I'm someone's gonna call me out for stealing a Weezer. Track. I love right. it. I love it. It's like quiet, loud, quiet kind of thing. Mark and, McGrath, uh, nice guy. I like him. Wow. He's good people. I like him. Made too. my day. Uh, but no, I, I, in high school, I, I was that kid that after Fly came out, I was mm-hmm. like, their first two albums, man, like that was actual music. Me and now machine. Just going for the radio singles. Yep. Yeah. I Me remember Cash. Me machine. machine was on, a, on the Road Rash soundtrack. The Road oh. Rash 64. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is this? And I looked at it, I was like, couldn't believe it was Sugar Rash. Yeah. Yeah. RPM. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, knew the, I knew early Sugar Ray. Wow. Four uh, is, the, is that album. Sugar yeah. Ray is literally the first band I ever saw in concert because I went to like an all-day festival and we oh, got yeah. there as Sugar Ray yeah. was playing. So fun. Yeah. We're yeah. going to shut the cameras off and just keep <laughs> talking about this. All around the world. Yeah. <laughs> Statues come up on me. Um, yeah, I love well, it. thank you so yeah. much, Casey, yeah, for man. hanging thank out with us. Um, so always, so always fun. delighted to see yeah. you reaching new and exciting levels of success. And I'm going to tell you. Personally, professionally, and otherwise. We were trying to find like who should we ask to be on the podcast while we're in New York. We only have like you know a couple people we're gonna be able to have right. on. And I was like, our show is like silly and fun and jumpy. I'm like, number one silly guy, wow. Casey Jones. I did say that. It's yeah. in our text. Number one silly guy. Yeah, yeah. That. Right? Said, yeah that's I knew you'd like it. Casey, I that's it is very nice. The sentiment is there. I did say it. He said he wanted the Phantom of the Opera. Yes. Whoa. He's even yeah. sillier. Famous for <laughs> being in New York. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 the Phantom. Wow. He I, said, "What about the Phantom?" I said, and I said, "What I said, Phantom?" We gotta find the Phantom. Yeah, no yeah. one's talking about the Phantom. <laughs> right. And then they said, "Not with these lighting fixtures." <laughs> right. Right. <sighs> well, I, I really appreciate it, guys. This is so yeah. fun. Thanks Dude, for having me. Yeah, so I've been like locked up in my house with a baby, and this is like I haven't left the house in a while. <laughs> uh, aside for baby duties and things. Right. Yeah. So man. excited for for you know what's in the pipeline mm-hmm. yeah uh you know with the with the show and and of course with uh with tmnt uh very excited i, I can't wait that, that's Dude, uh, it's killer that's it's so killer. fun sweet yeah yep. 
I'll be back. Oh, and I hope you're just like, you know, happy and healthy in your personal yeah, life. Uh, I'm not. I'm, it's really <laughs> bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. I don't have time to talk about it. Yes. Brad, take us home. All right. For uh, special guest Casey Jost, for Chuck Staten, for Ray Harrington, I am Brad Rohr saying thank you so much, and we're sorry for being fun bearable.